Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold, a place where the shrimps discuss our lives, the real housewives, and Becky's interview with Drew Barrymore. Hello, Becky. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm doing okay. How are you? Doing okay. What's why are you so sad? <laughs> are you crying? <laughs> Becky's Becky, got, drop the knife. <laughs> Becky's got the triangle of sadness. Yeah. Um, what's new with you? How was your week? Week's good. What about you? Not much is new. I just watched that show, The Other Two. It was really good. I just well, this is the first season. I guess there's two seasons now. Uh uh, there's either two or three but yeah it's a great show it's really cute i'm like jaw dropped how good it is i don't even i have like I so many like no notes but like so many good memories <laughs> i feel like i told you like four months ago to watch it oh yeah it was in my notes like deep down but then i was like i brought it up to the front of the pile because i knew that i did want to watch it yeah i just love the carrie character and i forget the girl's name too she's really fun uh what is her name oh gosh it's been a few months since i've watched it her name's like Dawn or something. Yeah. Did you notice that every title is about Chase of the episode? So it's like it really emphasizes the fact that they're the other two. It emphasizes what? So like the title of the episode will be like Chase goes to the VMAs. Chase goes to this. Chase like, you know how Friends does like the ones that are like the one where right. each episode starts with the word Chase. So it's kind of clever the way they're like. It's, it's like it's always sunny where like the gang does something. The gang God, does it is do. always sunny. It's always like the gang does this. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Really, it's about Chase. Chase dreams. Yes. Anything else is new? Um, I think we should just for for laughs talk about the Met Gala. Yeah, I didn't get to like see a bunch of the looks though, so I don't really know. I like scammed yeah. through a bunch of them really fast and remember that Sydney Sweeney didn't look great. <laughs> yeah, Sydney Sweeney's dress was just not a nice dress. It had this bow, like a black bow. Yeah, it was like elf her mid- Yeah, yeah, it just it's like a big bow know, in her hair. Though I like the bow in the hair. I didn't like the bow halfway down. Like it just made her look like she was like four feet tall or something. I did not like that one. Also, I just like the theme is not, I think, super relevant. But I do think that this is probably one of the rare moments that the celebrities understood the theme because they had like, oh, I have a bunch of Chanel in my closet. They just like whipped it out, you know? No, but like all their outfits are being made by other fashion houses. Yeah, because as like a tribute and stuff. But I did see like, it did feel like a Chanel kind of show, I guess, or like Karl Lagerfeld vibe. You could really, yeah, it was really clear. Chanel is, I think, like the least interesting, like, hocator fashion house, in my opinion. I just don't, like, like that um, aesthetic for myself. I don't think it's very modern. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, I guess, classic. So they don't, like, want to go super, like, contemporary most of the time. But yeah. there's a punk kind of rock and roll edge. Not punk, but, like, rock and roll. Did you? Who I thought it your- was a missed opportunity to, they should have dedicated it to, or, like, revolved around Vivian Westwood or someone. Oh, she'll probably get I feel like her passing was so recent. She'll probably get her own show, which would be so much, or her own like theme, which would be so much more interesting. Yeah, hopefully for next year, because Vivian Westwood's not only just an aesthetic, like you can see a piece and be like, that's a Vivian Westwood, but it's really just a mindset. And that would be way more fun on yeah. the red carpet. I feel like her methodology maybe is like more uh, relevant. She talks about a lot about like environmental issues and politics with her work. Yeah. Everything was politically uh, engaged with her work. Uh, I thought that, like, um, did you see what ASAP Rocky was wearing? I thought he was nodding at Vivian Westwood. Did he because, go with Madonna? Of course, yeah. 
Um, she was wearing like that crazy shroud of flowers, like white flowers, but he was uh, wearing a suit, but like with a, a kilt on top of his pants and um, which is very Vivian Westwood. And then a bunch of belts. Yeah. He's like my that's sort of a punk icon. rock vibe. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. He's my fashion icon anyways. Like I love all of his stuff. Yeah. He really likes Jeremy Scott, but like in a fun way. I thought that man looked cool. good. Like uh, Bad Bunny looked really good. <laughs> Really? He his just looks good in was... general. He's so hot. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> I loved um, what, how he looked. He, like, he wasn't, like, the garment wasn't wearing him. He was really wearing the garment. He was really vibing with it. But, okay, so my favorite looks of the night were um, Pedro Pascal looked really good. Uh, um, Anne Hathaway looked really hot. I thought Aubrey Plaza looked really good. I liked her dress. Oh, yeah, I liked hers. She was giving, like, boob balinas. And I loved that she was there. Like, she seems like just like a fun time. She was stirring up shit. I guess, like, the the big looks of the evening were um, Jared Leto wearing that stupid fucking cat costume. And didn't Doja Cat look like a cat, too? And, yeah. <laughs> and, okay, Doja Cat and Little Nas X were both um, meowing to reporters instead of responding to questions. Oh, my God. I love that. It's uncomfortable, though. Like, watching the interviews, like, it, it was... I respect, but it made me feel uncomfortable. Did you watch Emma Chamberpots? No. She was usually hosting. I don't know if she's on the panel or something, but she does all. I don't know. Um, I'll have to like do a doom scroll, and I'll make get back to you next week about some of my. Yeah, when it's really out of the zeitgeist at that point, and no one thinks about it. Yeah, we'll get back. Yeah, to exactly. It. Little Nas was like fun, I guess, because you could see his butt in other people's photos. Yeah, he looked good. He was like really not following the theme, which I respect. Mm-hmm. he just like give me all the attention it just felt like very like the other two like she's like uh, trying to get on the red carpet and it's like tinsley mortimer it's like nice try and then they like she, she's like sneaks past the step and repeat and like tinsley mortimer is like right there wait her name is brooke i just remembered brooke oh okay yeah that's the character's good. name is brooke why did they give them both gender neutral names it's crazy it's crazy. Um, I guess speaking of looks, though, can we talk about the Jersey reunion looks that were just released? I haven't uh, last seen the night? commercial yet. No, no. I just it's just the I just saw photos of the looks. Okay. Well, I haven't seen the looks yet. Reunion looks. So they're all silver. Is that what we're going for? Silver. And no, white. it's gold and blue. Okay. I don't know which reunion you're looking at. I know. I saw it on Reddit, but I think it's on Twitter and stuff. I see Teresa. Okay, reunion looks revealed. Okay, Dolores looks amazing. At the reunion, yeah. She's wearing like really expensive jewelry, it looks like. And I love that color on her, the blue. Very pretty. Yeah, she just looks so pretty. Um, Danielle, I don't know, what is she going for? Like a Danielle's kind of serving, though. She, Her hair and makeup look really nice. It's kind of true, though. I'll have to give it to And it looks like she's been working out. Like, she looks super fit. Okay. Melissa Gorga looks classic. So are we going... Are we, like, surprised how good they are? Because so far, it's three for three for me. I think everyone... Like, Jen Fessler looks like it was a bit of a phoned-in look. Jackie's looks, like, kind of off the rack. Like, Mm -hmm. it's giving Le Chateau. And Rachel, I don't care for. I just think it looks weird. It's kind of like Belle from... Yeah, it's kind of out of place, I feel. Yeah, and I think Jen is a bit underdressed, but it could be like a really expensive, what's his name, like, yeah. people. 
Bob Mackie or someone. Oh yeah, it could be Bob Mackie, but I was thinking more like Dilarenta or something. Margaret looks good. With the- yeah, Margaret looks really good. I really like um like the exposed kind of sheer corset look on her. I think it yeah. makes her look really well. It was on Vicky. <laughs> I know when well we'll get into it, but when they were showing her like previous faces, this episode was hilarious. Oh my god, I know. Um yeah, the Jackie one isn't loading for me, but. Jen looks it's, good. You're not missing out. So Teresa, she looks the best. She got her like panties exposed. Teresa doesn't look like Teresa, which like they really face tuned her for like this photo that I'm looking at. I don't know if we're looking at the same photo. It's like a one. It's like a full body of Teresa. Yeah. Um, and the dress I think is pretty cool. I don't love um, the exposed underwear because the underwear itself is like a grainy panty kind of. Yeah, thing. it's a bit high, but I it's don't a know bit what high. Do no, you. I mean, I would maybe attach the two, like the bra and the panty. Um, should we get right into it? I have so many notes; it's insane. Yeah, we can get into it. Okay. Payback's a bitch, so start farting. Blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder than me when it's built. Blood may be thicker than water. Yeah, so many of my notes are like about like design and like housing and yeah, dresses and looks, I guess. Okay, so um, the first note I have, I think we're with Jennifer and she bought Teresa a cock ring. I know, was it? No, it was Danielle. Who, who bought her a cock ring? We don't go to Danielle's, we go to uh, Rachel's house first. Okay. No, about. no. Rachel's after. Um, Danielle's the one who starts the episode. Her mom comes oh, okay. over and um, she made like a big gift basket for Teresa. But she said that she got Teresa a cock ring. And I don't know if you remember, I think it was season three or season four, where Teresa and Joe Judice use a cock ring on camera. Teresa? Oh, Teresa and, and Joe. Joe. I was thinking like Joe Hurt. <laughs> <Brother>. <laughs> Why would you think that? I know, right? I was like, that makes sense. Like, Cockring has, like, a bit of a history on this franchise that, like, Teresa literally used a Cockring on camera. Becky the archivist over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, like, stops the Cockring. And her, I liked her mom, though. She was giving, like, Judge Judy the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, she did. She kind of reminded me of, um, do you remember the show Intervention? There was an interventionist named Candy Finnegan. Yeah, it's not Candy Finnegan, no. <laughs> Her face is like scarred into my mind, like her deep set eyes. Danielle was telling her mom how hard oh Ireland was for her. Okay. And I, I was just like, girl, like you're not the main character of the show. Like she was said, she said she was like holding on by a thread, like verbatim. I'm like, why? She's holding on to this fucking show by a thread and her contract by a thread because she's not giving us anything. Excuse yeah. me. Like the second she gets into a fight with Marge in Ireland and it's like not working out for her, she decides to she run runs to her away. room and cry and no one follows her. And that's like a last resort move for girlies is to like leave the room and cry. And, and like, yeah, no, did she just like emerge like 15 minutes later and go back? To dinner, <laughs> like, finish- Everyone's left the table. She's just like finishing her plate. It's like pushing the left around. Ireland. <laughs> They're like on the van in the, in the sprinter van, like in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like Danielle was just saying, like, every time Rachel got a chance, she would bring up that fact that I called her a rat. And her and Danielle's mom was like, Yeah, she's not like a ride or die girl. It's like, yeah, you've known her for two weeks. 
why the fuck is she not allowed to be upset about that? <laughs> like, no one's ride or die in this group. No one knows each other. I guess. Italians are just like, they're all water signs. For the, and lesbians, where they just like cling to each other and never leave immediately. But Danielle oh. also was like saying like, so I got this really intense news, like that what like Jennifer told her about Melissa's infidelity, supposed infidelity. She was like, this like sits so heavy on my heart. Then just tells her mom on camera, again, repeating the rumor. And her mom's like, oh, that's fucked up. Maybe you should tell Melissa. And- I know. Danielle, like, first of all, two things. Like, Danielle needs to get Rachel on her side because if she doesn't yeah, have Rachel does. on her side, she has no one. And she's hanging on the show by a thread. And she needs to have, like, some sort of alliance going on because she's just going to be hated by everyone. And she's not going to get, like, a renewal. And then second of all, who has time to cheat on people nowadays? Like, what? I... Don't even have time for myself, let alone a relationship or a second relationship. What the hell? Melissa's running Envy. (laughs) She has (laughs) three kids in high school. She has no time for an affair. I know. I just like can't wrap my head around it. Like how bored are these people? Like, or I don't know how many people are running on different clocks. Like, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention, which was in the previews is, is his name John Fupa? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He has Senpaku eyes. What's that mean? It's it's like the you never heard this? I feel like you have it too. Or like it's with the same eyes as like Billie Eilish with and Princess Diana with the three whites. It means like either you're I like, don't have that. I looked it up. I don't have it. <laughs> Cause it's like if you have those kind of eyes, you will die an untimely early yeah. death. Either like a blessing or a curse, I forget, but he's got him. <laughs> it is an untimely death thing, I think I heard. Yeah, and like Michael Jackson and yeah. Princess Diana. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that in the mix. Maybe he's cursed something i don't know so are we going now over to rachel and fupa and don fupa now okay so they're doing like adoption custody stuff and i think they're dealing with like a 16 year old i feel like it's a bit inappropriate to have this aired on television for his sake you know i thought he was younger than that he's he's 16 i think just out of respect for Jaden, i would maybe not bring camera crews to like adoption offices because for all we know his mother is a total deadbeat but for all we know it's just you know the foodas the foodas are really rich and they um had a falling out with her and that they were given primary custody but she might still pay child support we don't know she might still like have a relationship with Jaden. so rachel wanting just the technicality of being his adopted mother i'm like like so I want right. to be on your side about it. You're but so like, right. What, what is- else do we have from her? I feel like I was invested in this story. <clears throat> I didn't realize how like damaging it would be for everyone while I was watching it. But for all I know, Jaden has expressed wanting to be like legally adopted by Rachel. But I don't know. I think I would just leave it be. But I don't know. I don't know. There could be something like hospital rights or something legally that you might want it to be in your best interest. But I didn't know that. Yeah. And automatically adopt the child <laughs> too. But I guess that makes sense in a wedding <laughs> when you get married. As far as we know, they have like 50-50 and yeah. I wanted to say though that John and Rachel are giving me so uncanny valley. It's insane. Like, are they made of plasticine? I really noticed this episode that I am not used to Rachel's face. That's the thing though. It looks like Wallace and Gromit, like stop motion. And yeah. She looks like, do you know in Chicken Run? She's like, the, <laughs> yeah, the- that's the same thing. <laughs> She looks like the like the woman who owns the farm. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not Rachel. I'm not used to her yet. I'm, I'm not, not Rachel to, to it yet. 
Um, but John Pupa has a Jersey State grind shirt. That's queer coded. Okay, I thought it was a grinder shirt. That's what I thought too, because his logo was almost the same too. I know. I'm like, is that a play on grinder, like a gay hookup app? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, John. But yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna adopt the kid if I get married, then I can just like have no responsibility. Best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if Rachel really expressed to us as the audience like her real motivations for wanting to be a legal, um, like adoptive mother to this child. Maybe it's because she loves him so much and she's raised him since he was young. That's a good reason, but I don't know. There has to be a legal reason. Yeah. So then we go to Jen's house with uh, therapist Olivia. Love therapist Olivia. Oh my God, my favorite housewife. She's so camp this episode. I love it. I love that she's always in pajamas. I have a theory. She was like giving fortune themester energy. She might be like. <laughs> then... I don't want to speculate on the sexuality. Of oh, yeah. Especially because I'm on like, the show. Okay. I'm like, groom her. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, all Jersey girls are kind of like have a masculine rough around the edges vibe. Very chiseled and bronze mm-hmm. and like severe. Daddy Nabil comes home wearing scrubs, blood dripping. From his Crocs. Leaving a trail. Just like, not like iodine. Cartilage, not <laughs> iodine. Like fat that he had removed from bodies that day. His Porsche's just like flipped upside down. In the <laughs> <laughs> um, he crawls I- out of his Porsche to give <laughs> Jen her Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my God, this is so funny. Kind of like a side note story. Remember when I got someone like crashed into my car last year? Mm-hmm. In the parking lot well like my whole like side window was like smashed up against like the car beside me and then so like later on like going over it with my neighbor whose car that it was i was like what was i gonna do like crawl out the window like and then like not tell you like yeah they kind of realized that like you weren't like gonna crawl out the window and realize you hadn't like crashed into the car beside you <laughs> yeah but I think about that a lot. Just like they thought I parked the car and then like crawled out the window and then like went home and didn't tell anyone. Like <laughs> <laughs> you only do that if there's like a warrant out for your arrest. That's the only like or if you're like drunk or something and you don't want to get like breathalyzed. Yeah. Happens a lot here. There's like all these like Lamborghinis that are like crashing abandoned. Uh, okay, so Jen is wearing like 40 wigs in her confessional. <laughs> Yeah, you see that video, J Lo ain't your mama. No, you have to watch. It's like the worst J Lo video I've ever seen in my life, and she's wearing like overall like spandex onesie and like forty wigs. It's like the grossest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Okay, uh, so in the scene with Jen and um, Olivia and Bill, Olivia is obviously so terrified her parents are going to break up. Last episode, you and I could not remember what the word was for garter. I know. And then they, they, they said it like 20 times this scene. So I was like, okay, garter. Like that's because I said girdle and that threw us off because it was like, so you said brassiere or something. <laughs> no, I said girdle. But she, yeah, no, Olivia's like very, very convinced that you keep a man with sexuality. And that's, that's a tough, you know, that's tough when you see your mom, like your dad's a plastic surgeon. So his whole industry is based on women undergoing surgeries to keep men potentially and then her mother having had every surgery possible every oldest girl no no they have a daughter who their oldest kid is or maybe not she's maybe not the oldest but i think she's probably in her last years of high school olivia's the youngest 
Oh, I love her so much. And when she gave so the cute. starter to Teresa, I was screaming. <laughs> like, Teresa, Teresa, I have to talk to you. <laughs> okay. I thought she was, wait, that scene where, like, at Teresa's bridal shower, when Olivia's like, I have something to give you. I thought she was going to give her, like, fucking, like, like, crotchless panties or something. <laughs> like, edible panties. <laughs> <laughs> or she, like, sticks out her leg and she's like, you have to take it off with your teeth, Teresa. <laughs> Um, I want to live in a pool house. Is that the healthiest conversation that Jen and Bill have had? Oh, gosh, Bill, he is not even giving her like an inch of communication when it comes to this. Like either he really disliked Judy. <laughs> I think he's like doctor mindset where he thinks that he knows everything and no one can tell him anything. There, it, probably that. And also, I think he understands his limitations with Jen and that like it hurts him to have to explore the fact that like they're so limited in like the scope of their relationship and he doesn't want to examine it with her because it's only going to create a world of hurt yeah I think he's probably just happy with where things are yeah and that he just wants marriage to be this thing about like coexisting and um, having fun when it's like opportunistic and then just like leading separate lives yeah, because he's kind of, like, trying to take the out of, like, oh, I have four kids, I have to pay their college. It's like, pfft. everyone has well, jobs. Then, guys, you don't have to live in a fucking yeah. mansion. Your your wife probably spends so much money a year. Like, a, a, a kid's college tuition, she probably spends a year in her clothing and maintenance yeah. and stuff. And Agreed. Um, okay, so the establishing shots in Jersey are making me sick. They're almost as bad as Potomac. It's like highway, street sign, like Paramus. <laughs> I didn't realize they live somewhere called Paramus. I didn't notice that either. That's the name of like where I think Jen lives at least. It's called Paramus. Oh. The hey, dress store. The Coco's Chateau. Not um, Coco's it, Chateau. It is a it's like a barn. <laughs> it looks like it used to be um what's that franchise in the US called? Um Cracker Barrel? Yes. (laughs) I think it's in an old Cracker Barrel. Okay. It looks like when you're like walking down St. Hubert Street in Montreal, there's all those ugly ass dresses in the window. But then it's like, but then it's like in Oromocto. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it was. It was St. Hubert in Oromocto in Paramus. Um, But then I realized it was like giving brothel vibes. And it reminded me of the brothel in... The Simpsons, where it's like, we put the spring in Springfield. Yeah. No, you're so right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to see like a like a madam in like a like a, a black and red corset, just like <laughs> I see the clowns like sex cauldron. I thought they closed that place down. <laughs> Remember? S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N. Sex cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> Because Krusty is illiterate, and they bring that up, like, way later. They're so smart, those writers. Yeah. Leah Michelle coded. Leah Michelle looked good at Met Gala, too. Oh, she, she like, turns she to the really side, pretty. and she's gone. <laughs> like, oh, and here comes Leah's buckle fat, like, three, five minutes later. Holding the train of her dress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in a wagon. The girls are trying on their dresses. I was a little... I come from a very different family. I was weirded out when like Teresa was talking so openly about how Adriana and Gabriella are really uncomfortable being seen naked by their family. And Teresa was like, 
I've never seen Adriana naked. It's so weird. I feel like my, I don't know. It seems like something my mom would say. So I kind of brush it off. She's like, I grew up wiping your ass. And I'm like, mom, I'm an adult. Like you're, I'm I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, 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 I love how much Teresa loves her kids. Like she is obsessed with them. I think she's so proud. That's the best thing she's ever done is raise these four girls. And they're all really these what girls stunning. These girls. I thought you sounded almost like you said whore girls. <laughs> We're in brothel mode right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so like she said that she just likes to stare at them. Because she's and- autism coded. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking for cues. She's like, one, two, three, look away. Four, five, look away. <laughs> I said, ah. She loves her daughter so much. I was crying when they came out at once. I cried. You did? I feel like I grew up with them. It's true. We did grow up with them. I I really like Teresa's family. Mm-hmm. With even Joe Judice living like um in another country, like they're doing a really good job at I think creating like a united front for their kids. They're all like very including each other and in everything. Joe and Teresa, I think match each other in terms of their energy of really i think loving their family Mm, well yeah in italian culture family is the most important thing right yeah and i think that's they they have found their soft spot a sweet spot with their kids is that um despite all of the terrible things that joe judice his decisions and what how they impacted Teresa's life she has given him a lot of forgiveness and a lot of grace because they know that the kids matter the most if only she could find that in some other relationships in her life. I know. I know. Because, <laughs> uh, there was like so many, there was an opportunity to at the, when she was making a speech again at the bridal shower where she could have been like, thank you so much, Teresa. That, I, or like Mosa. And that's it. That's it. That's all she could have said. I don't think she needed to though. We'll get into it. Yeah. I just think that like Teresa has to be authentic and Melissa does not wish her well. Melissa does not. Like, well, she was bringing bad vibes. We'll get into it. She um, was. I noticed this episode that Teresa, her eyes slant like upward like this. <laughs> I want to make a like a me character of her. Like I have to draw you. <laughs> you could do like we bowling with Teresa. <laughs> Can you lower the forehead? <laughs> Split. And then the forehead would be like down here with her eyes like yeah. Yeah, just peeking out. Did right. you notice how old Adriana is? Okay, how old is she though? Because like in the car when they were driving to the bridal shower, she said she was twelve. She's twelve. Even on the car, I thought she was like nineteen. She looks twenty-seven. It looks okay. What What, is going on? The hormones in the milk. Like what's going on? The artificial lighting. Like literally the scene from the other two where she meets that makeup influencer that she thinks is her age, but she's actually. my toys she's like this woman is trying to have sex with me <laughs> that's so true though i cannot believe Adriana's only 12 fucking years old i thought she was at least 17 then the one who's 17 she looks like she's 12 you mean melania no the ghost of gabriella oh okay the ghost yeah she wasn't wearing any makeup so she actually looked like 17 or like younger than Adriana, at least mm-hmm so who did you think was the hottest daughter classified in rank? 
but it's so funny they have like the loudest most outspoken ones like as the youngest and oldest like Gia and then Gia 2 aka Melania yeah I love that they are like ruling that family though I think Gia and Melania are the voices of that family because Gia she does all the business she's doing everything but then Melania everyone caters to her because she's the baby and I noticed that when she was in the car and she was the one making a stink face about Joe and Melissa and I was like what is she is she the reason why Joe and Melissa is not coming Melania is sort of the like the beating heart of the family yeah the baby that's the baby She's not the baby, though. She's the second oldest. <laughs> really? There's the younger one? It goes Gia. Oh, Adriana. Melania, uh, uh, Gabriella. No, Gabriella or Adriana. Yeah. Okay. I thought oh, that ruins my whole theory of them being the youngest and oldest taking all the attention. And then the middle kids are like the quiet ones. But that's not because accurate. Every family has the, what are like the like archetypes, you know, there's like the golden child, which is obviously Gia. There is um, uh, the, the scapegoat. <laughs> Which I think is Melania, but also, I don't know, have you seen on TikTok Melania's relationship with Louis' son who has autism? No. He he is, I think, like, he's, he's special needs. I don't know how verbal he is, but Melania does a lot to include him constantly. Like, he's probably the same age as her, but she will, like, include him in everything and make sure that he feels really welcomed and loved and stuff. It's really sweet. I, I I love Melania. I've always loved her. I always knew there was something about that girl. Well, talk about, like, having a personality from, like, when you were born or, like, having everyone has yes. their own, like, inherited personalities that you are who you are the moment you're born. Yeah, temperament. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, she was like that from day one. It was so funny. <laughs> and she's not, like, a people pleaser. She, I think, is a truth teller. Like, Melania, like her parents, leads with emotion first. She's Gia, I think, is more rational. Like, I think Gia, she's, you know, emotional, but Gia probably has to have been the adult a lot of her life in her relationship with her family i wrote in my notes that i want them to have a spinoff and i already thought of the perfect title for the girls what growing up guidice <gasps> that's good i like that like growing up gaudy but like girl themed yeah i would watch it i want to know what these girls are up to because that's like precursor to jersey shore was like growing up gaudy right and then yeah I was like so obsessed with that show. Me and my mom would like watch it all the time. And my mom would always- I loved that show. I know. My mom would always be like, I wouldn't want to be their mother. Those boys are so bad. Like every episode. <laughs> Carmine, Frankie. It's like, yeah, oh, California rolls. Oh, those are my California rolls. And then they had like a Luigi as the. The like uh, house, uh, like housekeeper or like, I guess like gardener. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, house manager, but he could never get like the pool together and be like in a full like scuba gear. Like, oh, it's a mess. I want to rewatch that. I know. And Teresa's friends with what's her name? With um, Victoria. Uh, Victoria. Yeah. Victoria. Ugh, I long for the dog days of summer. Mm. Like the show, it's just like you could tell that everything's like hot. Everyone's tired of being in the sun. And it just seems really nice. Like, cause you, they're all like at the end of like their tanning cycle, <laughs> especially like Teresa. She's just like a leather wrapped around a skeleton. They all have sun poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want like that, like sunburnt vibe with like a big glass of white wine. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just being at like that chlorinated pool. Oh yeah. The smell of sunscreen and chlorine. Yeah. 
So we're at Melissa's rental. Um, did they literally pull off a single shutter on the facade to piss me off? Like, I swear to God, they do that <laughs> on purpose. So then you make a comment about it because these shows, sometimes like on TikTok, they'll purposely put a mistake in the thing to blow up the comments. Mm, you're totally right. But knowing like the Gorgas and how considerate they are of their image, I don't think it's on purpose. I know, but how hard would it be to put up a shutter if they're going to film shots of the house like my dad would be on that <laughs> yeah he would be <laughs> i was gonna say that house is also very like my family coded because i like that house yeah. i mean i like the exterior the interior whatever one thing i really really took note of was melissa and joe talking in their living room or something and like in the corner they had just like empty hermes boxes like those bright orange boxes it's like you are so fucking lame. If you want to like document the fact that you purchased something at Hermes and you keep the box it came in and use it as decor, like what you is talked that? About this like last episode where everything they get is from like Alibaba. She even has like selfies on Instagram with just all the boxes, but they're like folded in weird ways, which is like they would never fold those bags at Hermes or whatever. Um, yeah, I just it's like it shows just how not down to earth these people are. Like I don't think anyone in this franchise is down to earth maybe that's why we Jackie. love them but uh she's not on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so gino is literally having the meat sweats at mosa and joe's he's about to go through a growth spurt really soon or he just had tell. one he just had one and that's as tall as he's gonna get because <laughs> joe's yeah i the genetics don't align with having tall men speaking of genetics i can see melissa's old face in antonia <laughs> okay i i know you, i like, know it's so bad it's bad yeah i antonia is gorgeous and i really hope she doesn't feel pressure from like her family to change the way she looks because she's so naturally beautiful but you just never know like what the discourse is about like getting her nose job getting anything changed well, do on you know too? i'm sure he feels so much pressure to go to the gym and get big yeah, exactly. Especially if you're only like, if you max out at five foot six, then you probably have to, you know, think about how you want to take up space in the world and that you might have to do a lot of work to take up space, like physically, oh, yeah. like going to the gym. See, Becky, you're really thinking deep in these things. Our archivist over here. So Joe's like, who's doing all that beeping outside? And it's his stepmom or a step. Is it Melissa's mom? It's Melissa's, it's Melissa's mom. Yeah. It's his mother-in-law. She's driving the white Porsche down the neighborhood. If I bought... they kept calling her a noni. Yeah, something. If I bought her, my daughter a Porsche, I would want the whole neighborhood to know too. <laughs> I thought it was Marge Senior for a second. It did kind of give Marge Senior vibes, but it was sweet of Joe to let Nona drive the noni Porsche and like give her like the gift. You know what I mean? And like have that be a part yeah. of. it. Yeah, yeah. I think that was cute. Um. Also, Antonia's reaction was really cute. She was obviously was not expecting it. Yeah, and, she, who's um, doing that? Like, what the fuck? Like, whose car is that? <laughs> it's like fully the bow is like made of blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Nabil is driving. He's like, I got this car. You just have to like change the plates out really quick and just pretend you never knew me. <laughs> yeah, your, your license and registration is under a different name. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny that like Melissa or no, Antonia and Gino are going to look more like 
their parents than their parents actually look like themselves. Yeah. I remember like years ago seeing, I think on Reddit or whatever, because of, you know, the advent of getting a lot of plastic surgery in Korea and how available it is and stuff in in, uh, South Korea, that there were billboards about how, because of this trend, your kids won't look like you. Oh yeah. You remember that? It would show, it was like really like reading them to filth. Like, (laughs) yeah, because I mean, like in Korea, it's pretty affordable to get like eyelid surgery or um, getting your um, face reshaped to be like a certain shape and stuff and how there are like lasting impacts culturally to doing that and that like your children will inherit the almost the burden that you're pushing off onto them wow it's like you're not gonna learn to do escaping the baggage it. of your own stuff so you're just gonna let your kids have to figure it yeah, out yeah you're passing wow. it off to your children melissa's fucking yellow vinyl dress was hot though in the confessional yeah i liked it too she Ooh, looked good smoking i bet joe liked she that. looked she looked hot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe finally. Sometimes learned. she gets it really right, and sometimes she gets it really wrong. I like her testimonials. Usually, she looks really pretty, like sexy, and like that kind of vibe she wants to give off—the sex kitten energy. But then, when she goes to events on the show, she just looks like she literally would just work to shift at envy. Yeah, I have a note about what she wore at the bridal shower, but we'll get into it when we. Me get- too. Joe is finally learning healthy boundaries with Teresa, like learning that he doesn't have to prove anything or like blah, 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 which is like, wow, finally, but glad he got there. Took him long enough. So yeah, I guess the conversation uh, Melissa and Joe had after this wedding, Melissa is seeing it as the end of having to show up for this family, for, for like her extended family, because it's so unrewarding for her. It's so troubling for her. It's just a labor. Yeah. And the labor of it all. I It sucks, though, that, like, these families are so enmeshed that, like, she can't give Joe the grace to do it, it on his own if he wanted to. That, like, everything, every choice they make has to be as a couple. You have to create a line in the sand as a couple. You can't just, like, you know, I'm a sister-in-law. I don't yeah. get along with your sister. But I don't want it to stop your I think Joe is just comfortable being the baby in the family and, like, have everyone do everything for him. Well, I think Joe really relies on like a matriarch to frame yeah. the world for him. Yeah. And if like this woman who he loves is framing it as like, this is non-negotiable. I am so unhappy in this family dynamic. He's like, well, then we have to just as a united front, give up on my sister, which is tough. Yeah. Um, I see both sides of it. Like, yeah. I, I feel bad. Well, I mean, we're going to see later in the episode how Louis was not going to invite Oh my god, that was so weird. That was like the weirdest thing I ever, that was dark. That was intense. I think the feeling is mutual. Teresa wants to be like um, the victim in this, that she's doing everything she can. And like um, her and Louis are doing everything in their ability to create a bridge between Melissa and Joe. They're not, they're not. Like everyone is really relinquishing to the fact that like this is like never going to amount to anything meaningful. I don't even know why they're in a fight. Like, I forget. Like, <laughs> Well, there is that whole pizza oven It's thing. pizza gate? Okay. Um, but it's not like, even that. Yeah, I know. It's so much deeper. I had this core memory unlocked when Allie was visiting, like, at my parents' house. And we were just, like, all sitting on the balcony, like, smoking with you and AJ. And <laughs> Allie was like, I really want smoked salmon right now. 
And then, like, two minutes later, my mom walks out with a plate of smoked salmon canapes. I remember that. Like, we all, like, scream, like, what the fuck? You get the most random craving, and then it just shows up, like, on a platter, literally, like, served to you. That did happen. I remember <laughs> feeling so right. I was like, yes! But the fact, I feel like my mom must have been so happy, just, like, the reaction. She comes out with that the we're plate all of like, like yeah! <laughs> Wow, I'm such a hit with these kids. Yeah, she's like, I guess that's what the millennials love is smoked salmon canapes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the kids crave the, the cured meats. The kids yearn for the cured meats. It's true, we do. But yeah, my mom must have thought she was a real hit at the party. But She must have thought that like she was like fucking Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. She must have been riding on that high for like months after that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would. John, remember when I got this the fish for the kids and they were so happy? <laughs> it was so cool. Another memory that I just unlocked was I only have this audio because I was like recording something else, but we were at the tea house in Grandma Nan with Cuba. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's an old man sitting in the corner and he's like, You guys wanna hear my fish that sings? And we all go, what was the fish that's like one of those singing fish he's like you want to see my singing fish like those ones that like flap around and sing he pulled out his dick (laughs) it was like that frog from warner brothers yeah ribbit (laughs) (laughs) it's like i swear he was just singing a second ago speaking (laughs) that was another time we had a really over-the-top reaction for fish we are a fish gang i know we're fish coded we we are underwater coded for sure yeah, under the sea. Mm-hmm. We're the most under the sea podcast. We film this under. <laughs> that would probably get a lot of views. We'll we'll try it out. So Dolores' confessional was hot, hot, hot hair and oh fabric. Oh my god, she looks queen so coated. fucking beautiful. Like with like the blue, um, navy blue off the shoulder. Yeah, with her big hair. Twenty wigs. Okay. She is like a sex symbol. She really is. There's something about Dolores. I can't get enough of her. Like her face, I just want to like eat it. Like it's so delicious to me. Her beautiful like face. <laughs> she had this other look that she wears. It's like an emerald green halter with the boob mm-hmm. cut out. And she looks like a slutty Marion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what she looks like. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, they should team up. Oh my god, she should Dolores for Vice. That would be so good. Her Marion Williamson was on Leah McSweeney's podcast. It was really good. Oh, really? She got yeah. <laughs> okay, well then Marion's not gonna be president. I'm sorry. Well, obviously, like if Bernie Sanders can't be president, but Marianne has no chance. I know. Yeah. You don't you don't you're not on Twitter often, but like Marianne was doing this thing a while. It was like the bird of the day post where she would just post a different picture of a bird she liked. I feel I wasn't on I was getting like reposts from that, but I vaguely remember. But she's such a gem. You're beautiful. I love her. No, she's kind of problematic, but I do love her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so like she has a quote that I'm a bitch for God. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like the granola presidential candidate i guess for women yeah she's she's a bit woo woo but it, in a way that i like mm-hmm. i'm just getting all these flashbacks from um the other two his like number one song is like stinky boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, 
songs they make for Chase are really funny on the show. I know. It's like, my brother's gay. <laughs> yeah, no. I I think the writers on that show are mm-hmm. really gifted. I want to marry you at recess. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're probably a lot of the SNL writers. A lot of yeah, the- I don't know actually know who writes on that show, but I would I would guess that it's it's very SNL. It's very New York writer. Yeah, I know. And that's why I was like I think I'm making all these connections because New Jersey is kind of like this New York coded, like all the weird and twisted aspects of New York end up in New Jersey. And that's kind of what the show is about. Yeah. And I guess Always Sunny was kind of like very much about like Philadelphia too. Mm-hmm. So it's a good like comparison. I don't know if other people are comparing it to Always Sunny. Anyways, speaking of. I, I do see where you're coming from with that comparison though. I get it. That like they're supposed to be like really like antiheroes to the yeah. story that they make really bad decisions and that like we really cannot have any faith in like their you know moral yeah their <laughs> morality. morals are always bad yeah and it's kind of like their awfulness is kind of like a main character of the show in a way yeah we should get into dolores's dinner with frank. oh my god that's what i was trying to say he frankie in with this biker jacket and a, a fucking tank top to this, I'm like, nice disgusted. restaurant. I am disgusted. And then Dolores rips him apart and emasculates him in two words, or three words, being like, what are we, the village people? <laughs> He's wearing a harness that he had to take off before filming. Dolores is like, so good. Dolores using the app word. But she, like, deserves to. And she's allowed to. Oh, my God. Sidetrack again was um, from Poog. April Lant was on yeah. the thing. And she and she called. She's the Epsler, like, so many times on the other two. Hey, my favorite scene the entire, like, the other two is, like, when she, like, walks back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? She calls him a faggot. And then just and goes, she's like, like, you said to come here ASAPF. And I thought the F was a typo, but I'm sort of getting it now. <laughs> Caperlet was so funny on that show. She's so allowed to say that. Like, she is. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Me no, me. she gets the pass. I know. Whenever I want to, like, relax, I just listen to Pooh because it just makes me feel, like, indulgent. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you're with girls who get you, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a hypochondriac, like, vitamin-obsessed girly all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, back to the show. Back to the show. Uh, Frankie... <laughs> Walks in with his gay ass biker jacket. Does he only do curls at the gym? Like, does he not know other moves? Like, he only pumps up his bicep. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm sure he's at like he's he's probably what like nearing sixty. That like if he doesn't keep up with it, his muscles will deflate so badly. He'll look so bizarre, mm-hmm. and he I think has not entered this era of his life where he he thinks of himself as a very sexual being. You know that's how he takes up space in people's lives and that now the aging is catching up with him it really is catching up with him he he's never had a shit healthy. this whole season his poo coming out of every hole except his butt <laughs> he just did his big take <laughs> She's spitting and swallowed. <laughs> uh, but another thing that Dolores does to emasculate him is she orders for him, which I thought was amazing. Oh, she's such a queen. I love that. 
She's like, he's gonna get candies and fries. <laughs> and a chalky milk. Yeah, because seriously, that's the way he was acting. Like a little yeah. baby. I was Remember? shocked though that they oh. never told their kids that they got divorced. That's crazy. That's weird. That's darker yeah. than not telling them. Or than telling I know. Them. Yeah. I think like not telling your kids about how the structure of your family has shifted because of like real stuff. Like that is a choice that is so repressed and intense. I, I think Dolores is not that same person anymore, but she doesn't want to like apologize for like the decision she made as a, as a single mother. She just wants to move past it. And that's why like when she's talking about boundaries with Polly, that's her way of exercising these things she's learned. It's true. It's very like Midwest coded, or not Midwest, sorry, New England sort of like seaboard I guess. to like not tell your family about things that are happening that are really important. My mom was always like brings up random like family drama at like the worst time. But yes, yeah, Frankie said the family is the four of us. My girl, you decided against that like 20 years ago when you cheated on her. Like you yeah. don't have a family of four anymore. Like you made that choice. Are you fucking stupid? Like... You are a child. I hope he's getting ripped apart on Twitter right now. Like it's- I haven't seen much, but I agree. I think that it's just you cannot take him seriously enough to even engage with that kind of stuff. That like no one is buying what he's selling. It's just so goofy and cheesy. Okay, when he started like getting emotional and like kind of started crying, Dolores is like, go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like that was that's the girl's really last powerful. move. That's what I was saying. It's like when they can't don't have anything else to do, you just like cry. Yeah, and then you like rush off or something, or like a, you know suggest that like you have to leave the situation because you're so overwhelmed. And Dolores is like, yeah, no, it's fine. If you feel overwhelmed, just go to the bathroom because I don't want to see it. I'm not. I'm not engaging with this part of you. I can't like- give you the solution <laughs> you want. But did you notice that he was like, okay, he was throwing his little tantrum being like, I want to have like my genetic kids to be my family. And then Dolores was like, isn't that what the people from outside thinks that it's weird. And then Frankie's like, well, it's your job to put them in place. And he's like holding a knife. (laughs) He didn't realize he was holding a knife knife in that moment. I'm like, you don't make threats while you're holding a knife, Frankie. He's such a fucking joke. He is. Clown shit. He's like never learn. doesn't have like one ounce of emotional like knowledge or whatever it's called. Emotion- you know what I think though, is that he's scared that he's going to lose his spot on the show. Probably saying gonna- that, but I don't see it. What were you saying though? They're not going to like, you know, the production team is not going to follow Frank senior anymore. If Polly is officially like her fiance or they're married, obviously Dolores's story will go elsewhere and that's way more interesting to like meet her current husband and see yeah. their dynamic not to go to her weird ex-husband of 20 years it's like first of all your kids are adults you don't think the family is going to expand your kids are going to have kids is he going to be like let's go to disney world but like only the four of us like what the fuck are you thinking exactly i wrote that in my notes that i'm like this is so weird that he thinks that he can like hold it to that standard of yeah. like it has to be like the bio family <laughs> yeah like um, the nuclear family yeah because of how Dolores is reacting, like you can see, like she has like this look in her eyes that she's like looking him up and up and down, and she knows that this is not real. This is just placating him, trying to create a story so he gets like because you you're paid for how much you appear on episodes. So he, gets, so he gets his little dinner, so he can have his little cry fest, and he brings yeah. his little pump show, and he brings his little motorcycle jacket to show off his biceps. Oh, now I'm getting it. You're, oh, you're. It all makes sense to me now. 
But that caprese salad looked fucking bomb as fuck, and I want it. I know. I wanted all. She said, like, she was getting a spicy rigatoni with shrimp. I'm like, oh, girl, stop. Okay. Did we not even get to the part yet where Marge is, like, at that actual nice venue? Okay. that We skipped over that. We did? Because okay. I want to talk but about. It was um, Marge, her mom, Lexi, and Lexi's mom mm-hmm. having, like, a cute luncheon and stuff. And Marge looked so pretty. Everyone, I put like the Golden Girls are out to lunch. Everyone, <laughs> I said four non-blondes. Uh, oh, that's true. But yeah, it was actually more of a bridal space than that fucking hellhole brothel that was the, where they got the dresses. They had the fucking final flooring. That's like the faux gray wood, which I hate. <sighs> I know. Most of my things, comments again, are about like design and like and like housing. Not so much yeah, that, that, dinner. that lunch was, you know, just giving more insight into Marge's relationship with Lexi. I don't know if they're trying to get Lexi on the show. I did like all the accents that were happening. Because I didn't realize that Lexi was British. Leslie is British. Lexi. I- Lexi. Her, mo- her mother's from... Oh, that was her mom? Oh, well, that yeah. makes sense. They have such different accents, but that makes sense why Leslie... Well, I think Lexi's been living strong. in Jersey for a long time okay. because her accent's pretty muted. I think it's really sweet that her and Lexi have been in each other's lives for like probably over a decade. Like they're very, very tight. And that Marge is helping. Yeah. Well, she said that she's known Lexi since like before she divorced her husband to go with Joe. Four faces ago. Yeah. Four faces ago. (laughs) Um, And like, you know, Marge is helping her raise her son, which is really cute. I like that. I like that for Marge. Mm. I know that Marge has like maternal instincts that have never been like really met, you know? That makes my heart sad. And sometimes I think Marge is just a deep down person inside and maybe her kids are bad people and maybe Marge is a good person. Maybe their kids don't deserve Marge. I'm not sure. I I, I want I her to be my mom. I would let her be my mom. I would yeah, let her she'd be, be my mom. <laughs> This is like the darkest thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, Mama, Mama. So the next, I guess, like the the last part of the episode is um, the lead up and the actual bridal shower for Teresa. Mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes, Adriana is twelve. <laughs> Double underline, like, do not make comments about her body. I was shocked by that. Uh, so Louis calls her when she's driving and he's not aware that they're being recorded saying that he's not going to invite Melissa and Joe to, I guess it's a, is it a rehearsal dinner? It's, it's like a special dinner uh, as a lead up to the wedding. And that's pretty uh, intense to not okay. invite. And we don't really know why Louis felt like he could not include Melissa and Joe. Is it based on like that barbecue they had in New on the Jersey shore? Like that they ended poorly that he yeah. won't invite them. I have to piece together the timeline, but I haven't seen, we haven't seen Louie in a while, have we? Because we were in freaking. Well, we were in Ireland for like three yeah, episodes. Yeah, but we haven't seen him since then. So he's, yeah. I felt like he was like in this whole other like voice. Like he was doing this whole other person, like when he was talking to her on the phone. I, I agree. He didn't sound like himself. No, he weird. sounded like a little bitch boy. <laughs> um, But that was. Lisa also said, um. The light at the end of the rainbow, which I love. Okay, that was her first attempt at a metaphor, and it did not go over well. I loved it, though. I think it's cute. The light at the end of the rainbow. She's looking so... (laughs) She's 
skinny and tan. She looks like the <laughs> when they were having the party at the Jersey Shore, there was the doll that was wrapped in meat. <laughs> um, um, what's your signature I, drink that you would have at your bachelor bridal warming? Like what the ingredients? The bridal are warming. <laughs> Bachelorette warming. Yeah. Oh, like my favorite ingredients in a cocktail. Yeah. Uh, mezcal. What's that? For sure. Mezcal is like um, tequila, but it's like okay. aged in smoked barrels. So it takes on a smoky flavor. Um, grapefruit juice. Ooh, that's a good combo. Um, Do a grapefruit like, margarita. Maybe. Yeah. Like a grapefruit margarita with mezcal um, with a tahine like seasoning on the rim for Spicy. spice. And I also am a sucker for um, adding carbonated water to like a um, cocktails. Soda. To dilute them a bit, but then I wanted to be. Um, do you remember? Have you ever tried the carbonated water called Abenakis? It's like a one from Greece. It has salt in it. It's like a salty carbonated mm. water. But I would add that to it. <laughs> Just like get some ocean water in there. Yeah, it's it, it, it is ocean water essentially. But uh, it's yeah, Abenakis. I could, I've seen it around Montreal. I don't That's know if it's like. Sounds something you would eat if you were dehydrated. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a Pedialyte. Exactly for kids with mud butt. Mine I wrote in my just notes though. An old fashioned. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay, an old fashioned is what? An old fashioned is, is just like lemon whiskey and, and whiskey. orange juice. Yeah, some no, it's lemon, lemon juice and whiskey. Oh, okay. And I thought it was orange juice. Okay. You put it in like egg white, but a lot of people don't like it like that. But I like an egg white cocktail. Yeah. I you love mix it in a nice cocktail. broth and then you the mouthfeel. Mm. Yeah, garnish with a maraschino. Um, okay, that was a good comment. I wrote in my notes. I, I learned a lot, about, like... a lot about you. <laughs> What'd you call it? The sour Becky. Um, Becky on the hmm. run. Becky, you've had enough. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call it the bye, Becky. Bye, Be- bye, Becky. Oh, okay. The, the high Becky. I'll do the, the bye. Becky. I'll do the high Peter, and you do the bye, Becky. One, you'll have yeah. a high Becky in a high, and it'll be in a high ball, high glass. What yeah. Is it called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Okay, so like the bridal shower surprise party is supposed to be a surprise, but Teresa is wearing a bridal outfit. She calls them and is like, I'm five minutes away. And then like what did she forget that it where she was going between like the car and like the parking lot? Like she's like She Whoa. knew it was obviously a surprise, but it was really cute. Like the the party looked like stacked with people. Everyone seemed to have a really good vibe, minus Melissa. I know. And everyone was like dressed really well, except for Melissa. I put Melissa, I have notes for every little look. I put Melissa is looking casual Versace cunt. <laughs> Melissa's dress looked, I don't know if you remember this movie that well, but uh, the Jennifer Garner movie called 13 going on 30. There's like an iconic dress that she wears in that. That is what Melissa's wearing, which is like just this kind of turquoisey stripey number that like melissa was just wearing this like 2001 um nothing burger dress that movie's having a renaissance because the people who are 13 are now 30 who are, <laughs> who are watching it when it came out originally i think i tried watching it maybe a year ago or something and i don't know if you remember the movie it's from the 80s the movie big with tom hanks is that a musical 
No, it's okay. Well, the plot uh, thirteen going on thirty is based on the movie Big. So it's about like a like a preteen who is transported into the body of an adult, and about how they like maneuver through the world. But Uh... what makes me so uncomfortable is like sexual stuff. Where, like, Jennifer Garner is a sexual being, but she still has the mind of a 13-year-old. And she's doing, like, these things in the movie that just, like, mm-hmm. don't land well. Because the one with, like, the piano in the... Yeah, where uh, he, exactly. He's in FAO Schwartz yeah. in, in downtown New York. And he's, like, jumping on the keyboards. But he it's because he's an adult in a with a child's yeah, so mind. Doing, like, what an what a kid would want in an adult's body. But that's funny, though, the sexualization of things. Because... <laughs> It puts the twists on it for sure, but I guess like it's very like Victor- <laughs> the twist is bad. <laughs> it's very like Victorian era coded to be like children don't exist. Children are yeah. just adults. Yeah, being a child is a state of mind. And- yeah, exactly. And that happens like a few times in like Freaky Friday and like Yeah, the- Freaky Friday is like <laughs> the same thing too. Yeah. It's it's not as bad. Like Freaky Friday well, it's also Freaky Friday, what I think was a remake of a Bro Swap. Uh do you remember that joke? They're like, Casey's going to get into a movie with his brother, um, Chase. And it's a Freaky Friday, but for boys. But they wanted to call it Bro Swap, but that was the title of a porno. So then it was like, <laughs> two boys swapping. It's like, no, that's another porno. And it's like, two guys changing their bodies. It has to be like this like, really long title, so it's not like a porno. <laughs> that's so funny. Bro Swap. Obviously, we have to talk about this. Ashley Darby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in capitals. Michael. I know. Ashley Darby. Where <laughs> is know. Michael? Is he in the walls? <laughs> Dolores is serving floral cunt. Mm-hmm. My- yeah, Dolores looks hot as fuck. She's summer, summer easy breezy cunt. And then Marge is serving Gucci cunt. Oh, and I Marge, I loved Marge's outfit. I, yeah. I have to say, I loved it. I know. And you know who like, also good? Our girl Olivia serving baby, baby doll dress cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she was matching with Jen. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. Um, they looked adorable. I, I loved- know. And then another thing that Jen said was, I make the best bridesmaid. If I do say so myself, I'm like, oh, she's such a ham. No wonder where Olivia gets it from. No, she, like, Olivia is total, like, carbon copy of I love Jen. it. But in the handiest I, ways. I think it's beautiful. And I love that Jen <laughs> gets it. Like, uh, her daughter being so extra, Jen is flattered by it. She, she encourages wants her. It. She wants her daughter to be um, loud and extra and annoying and stuff. Because I think especially, you know, knowing Jen and Bill's marriage... That being annoying comes at a cost. Ooh, Becky, you're going so deep today. <laughs> <laughs> what is like happening like with the lunar cycle right now? Uh, we're in retrograde. My Apple Watch broke this week, of course. <gasps> oh, that's such a retrograde thing to happen. $100 watch. It's like a laptop of a watch. And then yeah. it, I knew it was going to break too that day because I was going to go swimming with it. I'm like, oh, it's the last day of my watch. <laughs> and it was like, because... It was like a three years old already, and I'm sure like the inside that keeps the the waterproof has like worn off. To be fair, but also to be fair, they advertised that exact version of the watch with a woman surfing. <laughs> so you can't tell me that watch isn't waterproof. You better bring that up in court. I know. 
I'm sure they have it all covered in their fine print. Because anyways, very sad about that. We're in retrograde cancer. Full moon is on Friday and it's going to be in Scorpio. Mm. And we have Venus moving into cancer on Sunday, which is a good thing for me. I don't know if you have cancer. What is your Venus sign? Um, good question. I have to look it up. It I, might be like I'm Venus and Scorpio, which makes me problematic. No. Mine might be like Taurus or something like that, but I'll have to check. It might be Virgo. No, it's not Virgo. I definitely have no Virgo in my chart. Thank God. I have no Virgo in my chart. <laughs> I have a lot of I Taurus. There. I'm not a Virgo. I think way. my Jupiter is Taurus. I can check. Really I'm gonna. Quick. I'm. A, wait, are we our friends on CoStar? I haven't signed in on the app in a while, but Let I me have see. App. I'll look if you're on here and I'll tell you the answer to what we were just talking about. Okay. So what were you we just saying? Like, so What's your Venus. Venus? feels so exposed. My Venus is out. Are you looking at my Venus? Wait. Okay. Chart. Um, so your Venus is in Gemini. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. My rising is Gemini. Your rising is... Um, Wait, your moon's in Gemini, and your ascendant is in Leo. Anyways, it won't even let me sign into the thing, so that's funny <laughs> that you know all that, and I don't. I can screenshot it to you. <laughs> exactly. I, I think it's I had signed in on it when I had Facebook, and now I can't sign back in. Mm. Got a bit sidetracked there. Okay, so let's talk about the bridal shower. Um, it looked like a really fun crowd. There was this one woman in the background constantly wearing full PVC. Did you notice? Really? That? No. Yeah. She was, a, she was like a stoic, large woman too. And she was wearing a head to toe PVC pink look. Oh, uh, like, It's probably like Veronica's like wife, who is Louis' sister. <laughs> Did you notice her? Okay. I, I like Louis' family. Teresa sees Louis' mom, um, who seems like a very sweet woman, very kind of similar to Teresa's mom. She was just like, Teresa, we love you. But like... um. It reminded me so much of that viral video of like, Gigi, we oh, love you. That's Gigi. my favorite. Gigi, I love you. I love Gigi. Oh my God. That <laughs> was Louis' mom to Teresa. But then this, that same fan shows up to other, uh, shows up to other celebrities coming out of hotels. And it's like, Gaga, I love you. Oh my God, Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. Did you notice that there was a a DJ, like, calling out random things? Like, let's give it up for Teresa! Yes! (laughs) Hands up for Teresa! It's like Tom Schwartz. (laughs) You don't even know what you're referencing right now. I know, I wanted to get it in, so you to see what you would say. That's because Tom, you're thinking of James Kennedy for one. What? Isn't Tom Schwartz going at a huge music festival, EDM? No, James Kennedy. Oh, really? I thought they were the same people. Oh, James Kennedy's a British one? I thought yeah. Tom Schwartz was. James no, oh, Tom Schwartz is like from like the the swamps of Florida. Oh. He's I, a swamp man. I thought he was the British one. But Kennedy is much more of a British name, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, I ruined my one reference, but I had a one chance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> Thank Peter's about so to walk into traffic because he's so embarrassed. <laughs> don't even don't joke about that. Okay, so there's obviously the 
weight of Teresa not thanking Melissa, like in her shadow, but she just like she thanked her literal best friend, Rosanna, who I've never seen before. Roseanne, she comes out. Rosanna? (laughs) I'm just thinking like Roseanne from the show. (laughs) Roseanne Barr. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. (laughs) She just like walks in. Yeah. I don't know if you, do you know like how much Roseanne Barr is pivoted, like how she's so all right now. Well, I knew she was getting her foot messy. With, she had a TV show, but then it got canceled because she was so like problematic. She is a full on like Q head right now. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I, have- I would love if she was there though. She's like, "Hello, sheeple." <laughs> she comes in in like a golf cart. <laughs> Like with the freaking like QAnon shaman like helmet. Um, I have three words for you. Nicole Greco Peppas. What? <laughs> okay. No, it was Teresa's trainer. Did you notice her voice? No. Oh, wait. Was that the woman with the deepest voice ever? Who is she? <laughs> like Miley Cyrus coded. Said. In my notes, literally, woman in pink with amazing voice gassing Melissa up. Well, her name was just as good as her voice. Nicole Greco Peppas. P-E-E-P-A-S. You know, Melissa. The godfather over here. She's like, you know, on the day of my daughter's wedding. You know, Melissa, if you don't get out, thank you. You've got to shoot up this place. No one's going to get on that elliptical for you. And if you want anything like extra, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) But I really fucking loved Jen, this episode with her freaking getting all the single ladies to stir up the henna. She really turned this party. That looked fun. I love it. I love all of the the Turkish elements that like Jen brought to it. Like that looked like a really good time. Exactly. I would have, because the girls are getting so like enthusiastic. It looked like a really fun party. I know, and they had the little belly dancing things on. Olivia had one on at one point. I'm not going to just redact that. That's why, like, Jen is someone who you want to be your friend. Like, she shows up for you. She does, like, she goes above and beyond to be, like, a really good friend. I would totally choose to be, like, Team Teresa, Jen, versus Melissa, Marge, and them, because you're going to have way more fun with Jen and Teresa. Jen, I would die for you. Olivia, I would die for you. I would die for Olivia. I love her so much. Yeah, so, I don't know, just Teresa and Olivia interacting, I guess. Okay, yeah, so we we kind of hinted at it earlier, but, like, when Olivia approached Teresa, she's like, I have something for you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to give her, like, a fucking vibrator. A cock ring? (laughs) Yeah, just, like, (laughs) on her wrist, just, like. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those, like, sex bracelets. From like 2001. Okay. Can we talk about, is there anything else? Because I want to talk about what happens in the previews. Is there anything that else happens? Uh, no, that's it. I guess the only note I have is um, the editors were doing a good job at panning to Melissa having the biggest fucking stink oh, face. Okay. Yeah. We seen, need to talk about that. She's a bit like, more. Because, and yeah. That was, it's hearkening back to like the early days of. Jersey where like before even Melissa was on the show um Adriana's christening I think was season two before Melissa and Joe were on the show and they highlighted the fact that like oh I can see the old nose in my head now (laughs) (laughs) 
and we both rolled our laptops at the same time, so we couldn't even get we couldn't even get the joke in because we weren't looking. We're being such physical ham, physical humor hams. We are, yeah, total hams about on display, okay. on display, on display. Um, but yeah, so in the early season, I think season two, when it was Adriana's christening, we did get to meet, not meet, but like just like see in the shot melissa and joe at aldriana's christening and they look so deflated they look so dejected and it was like it stood out to me i was like who are these people yeah it's almost worse to show up and bring bad energy than just don't go if you're going to like ruin the vibe because she was bringing the vibe down Oh, she is and that's like the thing is like it's it's chicken or the egg with this situation of like if everyone's just bringing bad vibes but then they think they're reacting to bad vibes then just like get someone got their lives cut the cord cut the umbilical cord truly though like i don't there's no like no one's going to be right or wrong in this situation at all no one is going to be um vindicated at the end of the day yeah. it's not a black and white issue well they let it get so muckied up at this point i think that um there's no chance in hell that Teresa will ever um apologize for anything she ever has done or said to melissa and you know even for an example like in the i think the last episode when they were like in the sprinter van where Teresa brought up antonia as a reason why their kids don't get along and melissa was like she's like don't even talk about my daughter in that tone and (laughs) Teresa immediately was like i didn't it's like (laughs) You did though. And then she starts like slamming the seats. Like, did I say it? And she's like, she starts like holding everyone hostage on the bus, like emotionally. It was weird. But, but that's was- all I had to say is that like, um, Melissa feels like she is performing to be in Teresa's life right now. But also, Melissa hints at like her wanting to be more included in Teresa's wedding party and all that stuff. She- she's just like, what? Wh- which one is it? Like. If you don't feel connection or like any love for this person, why do you feel so hurt when they don't include you? Mm-hmm. She's kind of like have her cake and eat it too, where she can like go to the events but still complain and like yeah. make her seem like trying to make it seem like she was in the right. But even though it doesn't, I don't think it's really exactly. working out that way. Um, Marge is definitely picking up on the drama and. Sometimes she's kind of a catalyst in a way <laughs> of the drama. Well, that's why Marge has been so successful on this show is that she's really good at um, hinting or like sussing out the weak the things points, that go unsaid. Like, where like the where the boat is like has like a little hole that's flooding. Yeah, she must exactly. like head straight to like that little insecurity and um, highlight it for the viewers. And that's why she, Marge is a good housewife. But that's also means that she's not like a reliable housewife because she's so in the producers yeah like pulling strings whatever yeah um but the thing is it's so weird to go to the freaking bachelorette and the bridal shower and you don't even go to the wedding like the bachelorette was pretty intimate so something has to happen from like the moment we just saw leading up to the wedding that like some sort of argument which reminds me of we see in the previews where louise who's going to be the most groomzilla i think out of all of them um oh yeah he goes if you were in a snake pit you want me to pull you out right while i'm pulling you out of the snake pit then i just remember joe gorga being like i see snakes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wow snake imagery this season 
it's that freaking snake that's eating its own tail that's like the yeah it's the affinity symbol yeah which is really a good analogy for this group of the, exactly. this family that like that there's no like resolution ever like mm-hmm. it's always going to be this thing that is cyclically repeating itself like you may have like periods of like quote-unquote peace but it's always going to result in a snake biting its own tail yeah, there's a name for that. I think there's some sort of like Illuminati coded thing, but we won't we won't get into that. That's for another episode. <laughs> um, okay, Jen Fessler's like clown moms. Okay, Kazzy uh, and Kazzy, <laughs> and they're like we we have like tight ring curls, and they're 80 years old, so that means they fully have grown gray at this point. But they made the conscious decision to dye those ring curls red. Together. Together. <laughs> and it's not even like an orangey, like natural red. It's like red. It's like, um, <laughs> like, what's the name of that clown in New Brunswick? That Tinsel the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> or Pearly. Was he one? Um, I think there was name one named Pearl. No, but... he was a magician. Oh, yeah. Pearl. Oh, my God. He hated me and Melinda Jacobs. Redacted. <laughs> Rises, man. We were at like some sort of country club, like I think that one that's in like Miramichi or something, and we just were like sitting there watching him set up his show, and then like because we had like watched him set up his whole show, <laughs> we knew all the tricks. <laughs> oh my god, that's so on brand for you. So we're like, so we do this trick, for instance, where he like pulls a rope through his stomach. And then he's like, ah, and the rope goes through him. And it's like, oh, we saw you put the other rope in before the show started. And he was just like, <laughs> he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been looking. Like, <laughs> he said that to us. But it's like, okay, I think we were probably the only kids in the room. Don't like set up your fucking magic show in front of the only kids in the room and then expect them not to like believe you when you're doing a magic trick. You think he's still alive? Oh, no. Don't make me <laughs> joke about retrograde like (laughs) i bet he was never alive to begin with that was all a fever dream yeah (laughs) okay okay that was a long one but i think we got through it so we have the wedding coming up like is that going to be like several episodes is that a special like it's probably gonna at least be two like i think it'll be probably like the day of getting ready well i think there's gonna be the episode of the rehearsal dinner okay. I, I don't know there's so also there's gonna be like a great gatsby dinner we've seen like, oh the- my god it's never ending but i always think it's so funny when like one of the new girls will have like a wedding and then they'll just like show it in like one scene and then like skip because they're so over like having weddings in this franchise but yeah depending on who she is exactly yeah. but sometimes they'll just be like and then we got married and it's just like a flashback and that's it <laughs> Okay, so we got our Atlanta girls coming up very soon. Yeah, even like so soon, week. like May 8th or 9th okay. or something like that. We get NYC coming either in June or July, which is exciting. Did July. See- I think it's July. They Did you announced. see the cast? No. Okay, we need to research that because I don't think Sonia or... Well, we know Ramona's not coming, but I don't think Sonia's there and there's some weird randos, so... Because they were going to do, like, the NYC Legacy and NYC, like, the new, like, kind of cut of girls. And I think they're combining them. Because they, they were, they're filming the um, new NYC girls and it was so a flop that they didn't, they cut it. 
Yeah, because they need to get Dorinda and some knives in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Another thing was funny. My dad was like sending me sending me this article of this Gremonan fishery that burned down. I think I showed you it. Right. Yeah. Like the, the scariest part was at the bottom of the article. It said sent from my iPad. <gasps> <laughs> He's, it's like a freaking like grinder account, like three hundred meters away. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, that means he must have an Apple ID. That means there's some things are going on. He's becoming <laughs> becoming. Oh in my touch god, with I can't even think about his Apple ID. I know, I'm scared. Like, it's gonna be an HBO miniseries about his Apple ID. <laughs> they're going to have to like <laughs> protect. Like the police are gonna have to take away his hard drive. <laughs> Becky, you're laughing way too hard for that joke. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I just, kidding. I'm kidding. I feel like he would be the type that would like wear his hard drive on like his belt. Oh yeah, it's true with like a leather case. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's connected to my mom's Apple account or something, but connected to your mom. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> oh, no, it's like a, one of those chastity cages. <laughs> and from except from my cock ring. It's like the cock ring cam. <laughs> I get like a live feed. <laughs> Which direction is it facing? <laughs> <laughs> the floor. <laughs> but then <laughs> walks in the room. Reject. <laughs> My dad once said he had legs like a freight train. <laughs> like a freight train. I'm not kidding. We were at the Hilltop Pub. Remember that place? They had that popcorn. Yes, of course. My I remember Hilltop. There are some like weird ass bars that just exist in Fredericton for like decades. And I don't know how they're open during the day, but I'm sure there's people that go there and we need to find out. We are that people. Well, you're getting a legion in your new building. I'm so excited. True. I wonder what they're going to have on tap. It's going to be like, it's going to be like keys or is it going to be like kombucha? No, it's going to be keys. Yeah. It better be fucking keys. <laughs> We're going to roll in with our motorcycle jackets. Biceps popping. <laughs> you should get one of those. Get one of those like silicone muscle vests. And you can wear it and be like a drag king of Fredericton. <laughs> You know, like doesn't He's such ma- a good drag king of Fredericton. He doesn't match your skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Dolores, but it ends up looking more like Marianne Williamson. Stop right there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm Mazzy. I'm exhausted, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm exhausted, Joe. I'm Mazzy, and this is Cassie. <laughs> And you're listening to Shrimp Cocktail. 
Do you know Mazzy Cassie? Do you remember Mazzy and Cassie? No. Mazzy and Cassie are Jen Fessler's clown parents. <laughs> <laughs> With Zeds. Zed, like that was so like Victorian era coded when they would name their twins with the same name and dress them as the same. If one died, it's just easier to transition. (laughs) Probably. They they don't have to like change the tombstone too much. They just like have the suffix of the name. Change like one letter, yeah. You know that my mom is a twin with matching names. Uh, Rob and Roberta, yeah. Rob and Bert. Oh, geez. (laughs) Bobby Uncle Bobby and then yeah my mom's like the youngest and she's like the runt of the litter where she's like way smaller than all the other ones I'm like exactly her brother's height oh yeah a big boy big boys that's why I'm like for our listeners I've been like taller way taller than my parents since I was 10 since you're like seven years old not even kidding as soon as I hit puberty like I've been like my dad's like five seven. I'm taller than your dad. He says he's like five seven and a half, but <laughs> <laughs> my mom's five four and shrinking very rapidly. Okay, this is Mazzy signing off. Okay, and this is what the other one, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, get your name right. Jeez, I already fed it to you twice. <laughs> okay, let's try again. <laughs> This is Cassie. I'm just, just Mazzy Star. Oh no! What's like? What does Jeffrey say? Hey, what's up, you guys? No, what's that's Shane? That's Shane. Shane goes, "Hey, what's up, you guys?" That's how we should start. Oh wait, does uh, Jeffrey Star say like, "Hey, beautiful people"? With the mirror? What's that thing that he says? Yeah. Um. Hey, gorgeouses or something like that. Oh, uh, I don't or, know. Is that James Charles? I don't know. Hi, sisters. Hi, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I got one time, see if we can wrap this up, but one time I got bullied by a bunch of kids on our reservation. <laughs> on our reservation? Did you say that? Yeah. Um, we were at a hot springs in BC and these like native kids were calling me James Charles. <laughs> Do you remember when um, we were out of my pool when we were kids and yeah. they called you Nick Carter? Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter? Bully- okay, yeah. For R.I.P. For our listeners who weren't there, I w- <laughs> me and Becky were tanning at the pool in our blonde Ozempic eras. <laughs> and then yeah. um, our neighbors, Becky's neighbors were like really young kids and they were like spying on us like kids do. And so for fun, we told them that I was Aaron Carter and they believed us. And then my mom came, comes out and she's like, who wants smoked salmon? And we're like, yeah! <laughs> we light the house on fire. We just like we like freeze like a fainting goat. Like my mom's like, "Are you okay, guys?" I'm just kidding. I'm with a first smoke salmon. My mom just puts it down and turns. Reminds me when that Simpsons episode where Lisa's cool and he's like, "Yeah, our mom would yeah. be coming out bringing Rice Krispie squares and Tang," and then March comes out with Rice Krispie squares, and, <laughs> and I'm just like. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a long episode. And Thanks for bearing with us. I'm we're, sure we're so insufferable. We're very tired. We're going to need some of that carbonated water that's salted to get our electrolytes back up. Yeah. And get Becky has electrolytes back and get hydrated. And we'll see you next week. And Peter has mud butt. Hey, right, peace out. <laughs>
Hey, bye guys. Thanks. Love you. Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter D. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks go out to cover art by Catherine at Ken Pat and theme song by AJ at Grief.Turkey. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!